This episode of Toddversations is brought to you by Envy, the ultimate Apple experience. Learn more about Envy at envyapple.com. Hey, everybody. How you doing? We're glad you're here. So this is glad you're here. We just talked about that. We're very thrilled that you're joining us. We hope your day is going well. We hope this day starting off with a lot of love and kindness and people are getting along because that's how we're going to win the day, I think, in the long game is by a little love and kindness. What do you think, Susan? That's a pretty good motto. We'll start hey, the day with love and kindness. I'm, I'm all about that motto. Sign me yeah. up. Yeah, I'm 100% behind that myself. Excited <laughs> for today's show. We're going to talk about the Organic Produce Summit and OPS, acronym OPS, like everything in agriculture has got to have an acronym. And uh, we're going to talk about who's coming, what's going on, the events are going to be happening. It's going to be an outstanding year, outstanding educational session, as they always do. So please, everybody, give it up for my friend, the president of the Organic Produce Summit. I'm going to say it like that now, Susan. I'm going to drop a little summit thing, a little, a little, a little inflection on the end of summit thing, a little rhythm going go. to it. Please welcome Susan Canales. Welcome, my friend. I'm glad you're here. Hey, Todd. Nice to be with you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm excited <laughs> about this. You know, every year, you know, we, we've come up for the last couple of years, we've been doing this. You guys have come up and shared a little bit and, and hung out. And it's really, really a thrill uh, once again to share what's going on up in Monterey because it's such an important event to the industry and to consumers and retailers and everybody in between. But before we get started, if you wouldn't mind, like I do with all my guests, give everybody a little bit of a 411. Tell everybody your little journey in bio and who the heck you are and how you got roped into hanging out with me this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I've been in the industry for 20 plus years and uh, um, I was just a baby when I started. So, you know, still swaddling clothes, and all started of that. swaddling clothes like I did. That's right. That's right. Um, spent 17 of those years working for a large grower shipper in uh, a few different capacities, uh, marketing, trade shows, some sustainability, traceability. Um, and actually retired from that company in 2015. It's going to spend more time with the grandkids, the kids, and, you know, kind of going down that track uh, of life. And uh, not very long into retirement, uh, my buddy Matt Seeley uh, gave me a call and had this harebrained idea of doing a trade show and asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. So I came out of a very brief retirement, and here I am. We're, we're I love doing it. this. Yeah, yeah. Returning for it. the uh, seventh year of OPS. That's what I was going to ask. I was that was going to be my guess. It was the seventh year. I was going to say eight. I thought no, I don't think it's eight. I think it's seven. Well, That's it, amazing. It should be eight, but with COVID, so right, we had to sit out. Yes, we 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 couldn't get out of the bullpen on that one. We were That's we right. were relocated to the bullpen for a while. Yeah, That's that was right. kind of. That's kind of a wild thing to think back about. You know, I mean, we think about it. We don't think about it anymore because it's behind us. Typical America, like forget about it quick. But boy, when you do think about it, I was like, holy crap, that was crazy back then. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. You know, and, and we're coming out of that time period in, in the world. And, you know, Organic saw some amazing opportunities grow, saw some really cool things. Before we get into OPS, we start talking about it a little bit. I, I really think I'd like to throw this out. So because I think it's such an important thing to continue to bring up about how Organic continues to grow, the successes, the issues, the things that are happening. I just want to touch on it real quick. How do you see the economy treating the organic produce sector now? Yeah. You know, listen, uh, I'm a trade show producer. I'm not an economist, but, you know, the, and, and we all, we're all seeing the same news, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're, we're in this inflationary period. There's talk about consumer spending, being cautious, all of those things. But I, I think that, you know, we have this, and you're going to hear me say this probably throughout, we, we sort of have this health and wellness uh, uh thing that's going on in the world right now. And, mm -hmm. you know, baby boomers are living longer. We're all living longer. And I think 
you know, organic fresh fruits and vegetables is just an absolute huge integral part of that. And so uh, I don't have a crystal ball, but my gut check is that organic, uh, you know, the economy for organic fresh fruits and vegetables is going to be just fine. You know, there, yeah. there's probably a few things. I mean, we all see this um, disparity between uh, conventionally grown pro- produce and organically grown produce. It'd be great if we could sort of tighten that disparity. I think we would see an uptick in organic produce sales, but you know, by and large, I think it's a it's a good outlook. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And to the point you just made, these conventional guys just need to stop being cheap. That's all. There you, you know. go. There, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Here, I'll solve it for you. But no, you're right. And 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 people's health. You know, health matters more today than it did, I think, in a lot of ways before. People are, are recognizing that. They recognize the power of food. Food is medicine. They're recognizing that, you know, eating right, doing doing simple, th- really doing simple things can make a really big difference. And I agree with you. I think that that while we are facing what we're facing as, as a country and as a global economy, um, you know, I don't think people are going to look away from issues of trying to, to make life better, whether it's through, you know, eating food because it makes them feel better physically or something they want to do for their family's health or they're thinking about how their footprint is environmentally and helping the global, you know, uh, climate and all these other different things. So I think that people are a little more in tuned and I agree with you. I think the organic produce space is going to continue to grow. It sure seems like people are putting in more stuff in the ground and people are getting, you know, more and more receptive to doing things. So I think it's going to be a great ride. Lord knows it's been fun to watch for the past almost 40 years for me. It's been a trip to say the least. Right. Right. Yeah. So Thank you for sharing that. And I, I want to get into the, the brass tacks of why you're hanging out with me today. And let's talk about the Organic Produce Summit. OPS is coming up uh, yeah. July 12th and the 13th in beautiful Monterey, California at the Monterey Convention Center. I had I did a, I recorded a broadcast before I did yours today. And the guy was telling me it's a sunny day in Monterey today. And I thought, wow, not only are you rubbing it in that you're up in Monterey, but you had to throw a little sunshine on it too. Absolutely. If you have the opportunity to get both of those at the same time, being in Monterey and catching sunshine, it's not a prettier place, I don't think, you know. Around California does a lot of really California does a lot of really stupid things, but boy, we do have a good coastline. I have to admit that we do we do the coast pretty well. Yeah, we do pretty yeah. well. 100%. So super super exciting show, sold out once again with all the vendors that are coming. I mean, it's a, it's a jam packed um, event, tons of education, tons of learning, tons of networking, but a really a great opportunity to be in an intimate setting to really communicate um, with your peers and to find people and to learn from people and to meet new people and all that stuff. It's really powerful. So I want to get into some of the educational stuff, you know, because it's, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I know it's year seven and, and my memory, you know, goes back about seven minutes, not seven years, but I think this might be one of the best educational tracks you guys have put together. I mean, across the board, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being biased because I'm just thrown out, but I'm, you know, it's really, really powerful. And this first one I want to talk about, I think is really going to be fantastic, which is your powered by plant session, right. um, which is really, really unique, but it's, it is, it's a big deal. And I, I just throw out to everybody who's coming. I grabbed the list right here. I'm not going to put my glasses on. You know why I don't have to put my glasses on? Because I print in five foot letters now, Susan. That's how <laughs> I get around with not wearing cheaters. But no, you've got you've got um, Olympic cyclist, medalist, uh, Dotsie, excuse me, Dotsie Bosch, right? Bosch, uh-huh. Bosch, okay, I was close. Robert yeah. Cheek, who's a champion bodybuilder and New York Times bestselling author. Derek Morgan, former linebacker with the NFL's Tennessee Titans. Ella Maggers is a coach and fitness expert. Uh, Dr. Jim Loomis, who's a medical director at Bernard Medical Center and former team doctor for the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals beat the Dodgers 
I'll love you for life. Uh, Jason <laughs> Warble, who brings a, a really an interesting cat. I got into him a little bit. He brings a wealth of information about vegan cuisine, but also culinary education, which I think is really, really great. Right. Plant, you know, plant-based eating is a to-do. I mean, it can be the lead story of, you know, uh, of the newspaper or evening news, whatever it might be. It's really got a lot of traffic. How much has plant-based eating grown, do you think, over the past few years? Well, I think, first of all, you know, thanks for queuing all that up about OPS, because we are super, super excited about this year's program. And, uh, you know, we always knock on wood and, you know, we cross our fingers before we get to the finish line. But, uh, yeah, we, we think this year's event is is going to be our biggest ever. We have, you know, just tremendous retailer presence and we couldn't be more excited. So so thank, thanks for that. Regarding plant-based eating, uh, I think it has it has increased because again, there's that health and wellness factor that people are looking at. And um, listen, we have all, especially in our generation, I'm going to put us together, Todd. Uh, I think we probably only got a couple years uh, apart from one another. But you know, we were we were raised that if you were not having a meat-based protein then you were not living a healthy lifestyle that you had to have a meat-based protein to make everything work. And what we know from, and what we're going to learn about in this powered by plant session is that it's just, it's unequivocally not true that, um, you know, you can be healthy. You can not only thrive, but excel in a completely plant-based diet. And so, um, to answer your, the question you asked, yes, I think plant-based eating is, is on the move. And I think we're just going to see that get bigger and bigger. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, look, you can't take a, you can't go online and look, take a look who Robert Cheek is and go, well, yeah, how are you doing that? Because the guy's pretty cut, right. And he's all plant-based. It's really fascinating right. when you start to see these, you know, uh, and I'm going to say elite athletes, right. Not somebody right. that's, you know, right. But these are people that this is their job. This is what right. they do, right. They're all in on this. Yeah. Uh, for them to be doing this, especially a cyclist, right? A bodybuilder, somebody's got to put on masks, these different things. I mean, this is really, it's really, really powerful. So this session I think is going to be neat. I, I, I look forward to hearing um, back from people. I'm sure you're excited too. And I'm sure you're looking forward to hearing, you know, what people take away from this presentation, because it's, it's, it's a different track for you guys. It's it's a big, it's a big wide topic, but you know, everybody right. that's in there, everybody that's in Monterey for this event, is a plant-based company in some way, somehow. <laughs> so well, it's yeah. a really important topic. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing is, you know, we are the produce department, right? And, and mm-hmm. the, the aside to that is we are the organic produce people. And so right. um, this is our wheelhouse should be our wheelhouse. And we, we felt strongly that we really needed to be talking this up because it is so important to our industry. And then, you know, by extension to, again, consumers, health and wellness. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting. It's going to be an exciting session. I look forward to, to, to hearing and seeing and, and like I said, really hearing what these athletes have to say about the transformation. Because let's face it, they didn't start off, I'm assuming, plant-based. They changed right. to be plant-based. And I think that's going to be a really interesting perspective. Yeah. One of the other ones that you have that I think is is another top-notch session that is so, so important that's being talked about a lot right now is uh, around the new uh, organic enforcement rules that are coming down. This is a big deal. This is, this is, you know, and you've got a great panel for this one, I know, and you've got one of the biggest and brightest brains I know out there moderating this panel in the amazing Gwendolyn Ward, who I'm a huge right. fan of. Um, but, you know, this this undertaking, the organic enforcement, 
what they're what they're working on doing. This is the biggest undertaking the National Organic Program has tackled since its inception. Right. This is a big, big deal. Right. Uh, it's a big conversation um, that in my, you know, it, I believe needs people's attention. And more importantly, I think it reinforces why participation in the process of developing rules for our industry is everybody's responsibility. You know, you're talking about making rules about food that you want to grow, food you want to eat, food you want to sell. It's important right. to be a part of it. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, what this panel is kind of all about and also who's going to be joining when. Yeah. So, it, you know, again, to your point, you, you, you've covered it well. I mean, these are the, um, th this is the biggest change uh, to the USDA organic regulation since 2020. And so it's no small thing. 19, um, or, excuse, 19, uh, since 1990, not 2020. I mean, sorry, since 2000 yeah. is what I meant. Yeah, right. 2000. Um, thank you for that. It was just all a bunch of twos and zeros. Right. So, we're good, you we're know. good. And I said it wrong too, but we're yeah. on the same page. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's enough change that's going on that, you know, you're looking at ways to ensure compliance, ways to consistently enforce these new regulations. Traceability plays a part of it. The other piece of it is hopefully these regulations create a level playing field for all different sizes of organic farms and businesses, right? And yep. so I think it's gonna, it's gonna impact all aspects of the industry. And so this panel is just there to talk about uh, it's representative. We have OTA moderating the session. We have uh, uh, Driscoll's representative. We have a uh, retail presence with Mom's Market. Uh, and uh, we also have somebody from Organically Grown Company who will be on the panel. So it's the panel's put together with really a, a nice uh, cross section of all the different elements of the industry that are going to be impacted. Yeah, it's a big deal. Like I said, and, and it, it's this is really a big day. But, you know, in, in talking with USDA about this, you know, when when the rules came out, they didn't look at the organic industry as a global business. Right. And this is a global business. There's stuff coming right. from all over here to be a part of other things that are in our lives every day and certain ingredients and this and that. So it's a massive undertaking, but it's incredibly important that we protect the integrity of the consumers, the organic seal and everything we have going on. But again, right. I hope folks take time to check this out and recognize, really, I think for me, the most important thing is recognize that you need to participate in this type of a process because right. that's how we're going to win the day. So that's exciting. Yeah. Jump, you're jumping into a panel on sustainability, which is the value of sustainability, which is a hot topic right now. You know, it's one of those right. ones that are, that are out there trying to find um, like regenerative in some ways. It's trying to find its lane. It's trying to find some ways to be accountable to itself and into a process. And I think it's great. And you've got your moderator, is uh, for Measure to Improve, which is a, a great company up in the valley up there that's doing some really cool stuff on sustainability. So I know this is going to be a good one. You know, sustainability, like I said, it matters. And working to find it's going to be incredibly important going forward. No two ways about it. So share about this panel and the participants a little bit, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah. So this, this, this panel is a little bit near and dear to my heart because, as I mentioned at the beginning, yeah. Uh, in my previous life with the grower shipper, I, I, I dabbled somewhat in sustainability and I say dabble because it, it was truly brand new. I'm, I'm talking, yeah, you know, 15 years ago, we were yeah. getting these first forms from, you know, big retailers. And, and to be honest with you, we did our best and we completed these forms. 
it was again all new. We 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 didn't know if we were doing it right. We didn't know if anybody was reading them. You know, it was because a lot of it was coming from CPG, right? It wasn't right. really centric to the to the produce department. So it was really kind of the wild, wild west. So I think this session is so important because this is just a, a mainstream topic in every company right now in the produce yeah. industry. Everybody is doing sustainability. And there might be those days where companies wonder, what am I doing this for? And I think this this session is going to educate um, retailers, growers, shippers, compliance companies, everybody in, in between about the value of sustainability and what it brings, how we can work together in the industry to to capitalize on these findings and, and how does that help you with your marketing, Mr. Retailer? How does that help you, you know, uh, with your marketing, Mr. Grower Shipper? Uh, so I, I I think it's just going to be a, sort, of, sort of a coalescence and, and hopefully a light bulb moment where people go, okay, now I get, you know, now I get it. I understand why this needs to be done. Yeah, 100%. Well, you know, and I think it's really important to you. You brought up a really good point that, you know, we do some of these things and what's the ROI back and people are questioning right. that ROI back. And then, and that's what I love about <clears throat> some of the work like measured improve is doing where you're actually putting ROIs back. You're actually being able to go back and say, this is the value proposition of your food. And I think it's really important that we look at it that way because, you know, we making food cheap is not the best decision ever in the world, right? We need to understand, people need to understand why there's value behind food, why farmers matter and, and ranchers and everybody else. So I think this yeah. is a great path to go down. I love how this is going to be framed up. I think this is going to be a really interesting panel to sit and to listen to because of the fact it's such an important topic and it covers so much. So I look forward right. to this one. This should be good. Yep. Retail panel coming up, uh, which is called Shifting the Organic Assortment at Retail. This should be an interesting one. Uh, Tom Barnes, who you guys, I think on the OPN side, do a lot of Correct. work with. Yeah, he's a CEO of Category Partners. So he's a guy that does a lot of math and works the Ouija board trying to figure out what numbers look like and where the industry is going. And that's going to be an interesting panel. You've got Scott Dre from Walmart sitting on and then uh, Greg uh, Vinzanio, correct, from Bazudos. Yeah, right. Uh, talk a little bit about what this is going to be about, what you're hoping to get out of this session. Yeah, I just think, you know, that, that data is so important. It kind of drives decision making, right? So, you know, Tom, in, in his role uh, with Category Partners, just, you know, brings a plethora of information. And I think it's really, you know, going to... Uh, and, and then with this retailer input about how that data impacts, how they set a store, how they set their produce department. So I, I, I think, again, everybody loves that data information and, and it just kind of helps to drive marketing presentation efforts for these retailers. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think it's, I think it's a really good perspective too. Um, I, and, and I'd be curious to hear what Walmart has to say because you know, they carry a big stick. They say things and people, other people react to it. I mean, you know, right. and they, and they lead and, you know, to be fair, Walmart leads in a lot of things. And, right. you know, this, this will be a really interesting conversation to hear what they're feeling about stuff. And then last but not least, you know, you got one on CEA and, and the space and called, where do we grow from here? You got a hell of a good moderator. Unbelievable. I don't know how you got him. You had to work Absolutely. with people. You got us, you know, so in all, in all fairness and all fun, I'm actually very honored to be moderating this panel. I love talking about this subject. I think it's such a fascinating one to We're continue dialing. 
Well, thank you. You say that now. Wait till I get done. Then you can tell me if I did a good job or not. But no, I'm excited. This is going to be a fun panel to do. I mean, you know, and I think about this space in so many different ways, being involved in it from different angles and, and from my background on the organic side and what, you know, there's that conversation and everything else, which we're not going to get into. But, you know, I look at this space today and recognize that innovation takes investment, right? And how we perceive that and is what's going to help drive this category to be successful and diversity and, and commodities and how we're going to go to market in this. So I'm really looking forward to this session. I personally, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and we got some big brains. You guys gave me, you guys gave me some good folks to work with, which I'm super yeah. appreciative. You got Philip Carp, who's the president of Soli, uh, Eric uh, Kusamana, who's a global principal buyer extraordinaire at Whole Foods Market. I threw in the extraordinaire because I was reaching for the other last two words. I think I think I'm right with extraordinaire. I don't know. <laughs> I'm reaching. And then you got the one and only Brian Cook, who's the president of Local Bounty. And quite frankly, I'm loving Brian being there only for one reason. I'm going to get him to commit to how many games the Raiders are going to win and how crappy, they're, how crappy they're going to be again this next year. <laughs> so that's I'm looking forward to that part. So if there's a little bias from the moderator, that one's coming out. But, you know, OPS has been a great supporter of talking about this in the industry. And I think that, you know, from your perspective, you know, you've got people now that are putting booths up that are in this space. It's certainly been something that you and I, through our tenure, didn't necessarily see coming, but have certainly right. watched this uptake. Talk about it yeah. a little bit about the session or whatever you want to add to whatever bullshit I just threw yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I think you covered it really well. And I think to your point, you know, I... I my gut check, it just my, CEA is here to stay. There's no doubt about it. 100%. Where, where it sits in the industry, you know, I think there's still some, some the jury's out a little bit on, on maybe how big it's going to get within the industry. But hey, you know, we, we know there's a lot of investing going on in uh, CEA companies and, and, and there's definitely a, a presence and a need for them. And, and I think, you know, we're going to continue to see it grow. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. And you think about the dollar, we were just talking about this earlier. Um, it, there's maybe over $7 billion invested in this space, you know, and it's, that's a lot, that's, that's a lot of, that's a lot of pocket change floating around and there's not, a, you know, and there's, and there's, and there's going to be a cycle of who wins and who loses. And it's, we're seeing Absolutely. it now. We've already yep. seen it and it's going to be a process. But again, something that really excites me about these folks is that it's what they're doing today that in five years, who knows what's that going to be and what's going to be like in 50 years, you know? And I think that that's right. really going to be something that the space is really interesting. And again, too, if you can put fresh food in the desert of Dubai versus flying it from Los Angeles, like I have personally been standing there and seen, it's a good thing. Right. right? So this yep, is an exciting yep, one. Yep. And then to wrap it up, you've got your amazing keynote, which is Ryan uh, Began, who's the CEO and co-founder of Divert. Um, he'll right. be sharing. Talk a little bit about what Divert is and what his message is going to be, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah. No, this this is a tremendous, uh, again, just a fabulous session. And we're, we are super excited to bring this um, to our attendees because food waste is a gigantic issue globally. I mean, you. I, I was just listening to NPR this morning and it was, it was talking about um, uh, countries and and people who who are lacking food and then on the flip side of this we have as much as a hundred million tons of food waste in the U.S. annually and about 50 percent of that being fruits and vegetables yeah. something's got to give something's you know it's just there's that it's just not right that 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 is going on and I think you know divert has capitalized through technology in ways 
to um, capture food to prevent that waste. They're capturing it on the front end. Um, what do they call it? Recovering more edible food before right. it even goes into the waste stream, right? And um, and then converting food into en renewable energy as well. So there's there's certainly a lot more that goes into it than than what I'm adequately describing. But it's so exciting to see a company that you know can just take what a lot of us are throwing away and hey, I'll I'll, I'll look in the mirror and say even in my own home, there's I have more food waste than I would like to have. So if I can be educated. And everybody yeah. in the audience can be educated about doing their part to this. I think it's just tremendous. A hundred percent agree. I, there's a stat I throw out all the time that I found that I think is the most, uh, I don't know, simple is not the right word, but it certainly is the most gripping to me when I say it. Food waste in the United States, the equivalent of every single American, young and old, throwing away 650 apples each. Wow. So put yeah. that into perspective. I mean, it's, you know, I, think about just I think love about that. Think about the three houses. Just think about the houses on either side of you in your neighborhood or right. wherever and go, well, there's four people that live there. Holy crap. That's a boatload of apples. They just threw one. It's, yeah. it's really, really crazy. And, and it's going to be an interesting panel for everybody here that's a producer in California because those that do or don't know, California has a, a, a law that's been passed. It's in motion now called SB 1383, which is about recycling, getting food out of landfills and, and providing it back for human consumption, you know, to try to help those in need. And that's right. going to be a big part of what's going to be happening to a lot of people. So to get into the conversation about food waste and be thinking about your business and what it means, it's going to be a really integral part about what's going to happen. And I believe that what California is doing will probably be reflective in other states in the union as well if this thing takes off and then get it to work and they can prove that it's not, you know, chaos and crazy trying to right. figure out how a retailer is going to move groceries, you know, move, move produce back to, to stuff. But that's another subject for another time, but it's yeah. an important one. And I'm glad this is exciting. I said, this is not, this is, you guys took three pointers all in these stuff. There's no layups on any of these sessions. This oh, time, you guys. That's what I'm saying. It's really powerful. Do we miss anything? I mean, is Matt, is, is Matt doing karaoke? That's what I heard. He was going to get up in the open reception and do a couple, I don't know, he was going to do some ACDC or something. You know what? We're, we're talking about it. We're trying to find the right song for him. You know, we, I'll help. we want to make it the right fit. I'll help. <laughs> I'll be, you know me, I'll encourage him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but anything no. else out there on the table that we missed other than hanging yeah, out? Yeah, I think we covered Sam? everything. I, I guess I, I just, uh, you know, put a, a, a shameless plug in here and just say, hey, you know, Anybody's listening to this and you haven't registered, get registered. OPS, yeah. July 12th and 13th. Yeah, you got it. it's it's really, it's really a great event. It's certainly worth going to. It is certainly worth hanging out. You know, you're gonna have a really neat opportunity to meet the industry and to see retailers and to see wholesalers, to see buyers and everybody else yeah. under one under one plate. And you know, let's be honest, kids, Monterey doesn't suck. It really doesn't. It's a nice place to go in the middle of the week. Trust me, you're going to enjoy yourself. So you know, yeah. kudos to you and the team. I know you guys are working hard. It's crunch time now. We were talking about that before we yeah, started yeah. filming today. So, you know, keep positive, keep smiling. Like I said, love and kindness goes a long way. That's what's going to win the day. And I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we can't wait to see you, Todd. We appreciate your input and uh, your participation. And like I said earlier, we just, uh, this is going to be our best program ever. But we feel very, um, proud of our educational lineup and we have a few more exhibitors this year we changed the floor plan a little bit uh so the the exhibit hall is a, a little bit more robust and uh, we're just looking forward to having everybody in monterey 
I love it. I'm excited. I can't wait. Can't wait to be there. Can you can come hang out in my session? We're going to have fun. We'll have there more fun go. than any of them. We're going to have more fun in my session than any of them, guaranteed. No. Uh, 100%. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. <laughs> Thank you for being here. And again, much love to you and the team. Keep it up. Stay positive. I know it's a big lift you got ahead of you, but just remember, July 14th is almost here. There you go. Thanks, Todd. So, we appreciate so, it. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks for being here. Remember, go inspire somebody today. It's incredibly important. Uh, it's like Susan's inspired me to get everybody fired up about OPS. It's really important that we do that. Just saying hi to somebody is a source of inspiration. You can change somebody's day by doing that. Thanks for being here. Don't forget to check us out on social media, TLC underscore conversation. Susan, you know why I'm on social media? Why? Because I am combing the internet to get the right song for Matt Seeley to sing on karaoke <laughs> night go. at the opening reception. <laughs> and I will have one found for us. Don't worry. Thanks, everybody, for being here, Susan. I appreciate you. Give your hubby a high five for me. See everybody. Right. Talk soon. Bye. Thank you, Todd.